Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Sheree Nicole. Welcome to another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole, episode 10, in fact. And I'm so excited about today's show because I get to share some interviews that I did with the cast of one of my favorite series of all time, The Game. Season two premieres today on Paramount Plus. So if you got Paramount Plus, make sure you check it out. And it premieres with two episodes in the U.S. and Canada. And then following that premiere, new episodes of the 10 episode long season will premiere weekly on Thursdays, exclusively on Paramount Plus. This season is going to be nothing short of phenomenal. It tackles racism, sexism, classism, and more. As the characters in the show fight for fame, fortune, respect, and love. All while trying to maintain their souls as they each play the game. The game stars Wendy Raquel Robinson, Josea Chanchez, Adrian Ray, Vaughn Hebron, Annalisa Velez, and Toby Sandeman. And I got to spend time chatting with them about how they've worked to shape their characters on the show, what fans can expect from this new season, and topics the popular series explores. First up, Adrian Ray, who plays the longstanding, all-grown-up character of Brit Brit, and Vaughn Hebron, who plays Jamison Fields, a talented young running back looking to rebuild his image and make an impact on his team, the Las Vegas Fury. Take a listen. I, I saw the first two episodes, guys. I'm loving what I'm seeing. And this question is actually for the both of you. What's been the most challenging part, or I should say, what was the most challenging part about preparing to play your role on this show? Hmm. Um, The most challenging part uh, for me with Jameson was um, trying to figure out how uh, his being in prison affected him. You know, like trying to figure out how this character because i feel like everybody else in the show maybe besides garrett is so larger than life they have big personalities they have like funny as hell they're always they just seem like always larger than life and jameson in the beginning of season one was just so like he was kind of a little small you know i mean like obviously he's not small but like his personality was smaller he always took a back seat to these characters and i was just trying to figure out like why what what his um experience his past how that has affected him and how will that mold him going into not only like trying to be a football player, but just fitting in this world, fitting into to yeah. this, the game is still a comedy, you know, like trying to fit into that. What does that look like? And um, just finding a way to ground him amongst these other giants that he's around. I what think about you, Adrian? Brittany, it was really figuring out what pieces from the first Britney and the second Britney would land into her as an adult and figuring yeah. out strings between as to why, why did this stick with her? And that didn't, why did this come with her? What is from her mom? What is from her dad? And I have a whole book, a Britney Bible of like, why does she think like this? Which part does this come from? Does she like cats? Her mom likes cats. This is, like it all comes. It was a whole thing. I'm telling you, it's a lot of work. Um, but it was really, that was my main obstacle with preparing because I really wanted to make sure it was authentic. And I brought forth the work from the previous actresses and brought it into here tr- and was truthful with it. Oh yeah. And, and look, I had a question about that. You already answered Adrian. So thank you so much for the, for the amazing answer. And, and, you know, I, I can't help but ask you both. I mean, we think about relationships and how this show explores that. Um, even as as you guys kind of explore things in this season as well, without giving too much away. But what would you say um, 
this show says about the concept of moving on and being open to love and being patient, you know, with someone who may be struggling in a way to kind of fully be vulnerable mm. and move into a new situation. I think with Brittany and Jameson's dynamic, it really uh, shows one where there's two people who are on their own paths. And then for, for today's world, for example, a lot of people are like, I'm about my money, get the bag, about my career. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's comes a time where you meet someone that really makes you stop and think and say, hey, I want, I want to do life with this person. This person's pretty great. And how do you navigate that? How do you still stick to yourself? Don't lose yourself, stick to your dreams and in balance, having a personal life. And I think mm-hmm. this is something that both of them have to figure out and they are navigating through. And it's really, really relatable um, how the writers have allowed us to portray it. So yeah. I, I yeah. think that's something that's similar to that. What do you think, Juan? Yeah. Thank you for asking me, Adrian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think what this season really does is kind of make people um, like look at your past, you know, look at your past yeah. and aware of it and understand how it affects you because obviously you know like with Jameson we'll see his how his relationship with um Allison has affected him and what he'll do with that in the present but even when I think about Jameson's um his drug usage you know his mother is an addict you know so I think there is something within that the fact that he starts to become dependent on drugs as well you know and that's something from his past that's affecting his present now so I just think that the relationships that are shown in this life and especially when in this season, and especially when I think about also um, Malik and Tasha, you know, a lot yeah. of underlying stuff that's with them comes to a surface now. Like, you know, I just think that it shows how if you really haven't really embraced your past and are aware of it, you're still going to it's still going to have an effect on your current relationships. Yeah. Gotcha. Last question. Um, you guys both can chime in on this one. I mean, you mentioned a little bit earlier, Vaughn, that you know, you had to remind me, it's still a comedy, you know? And so when we're dealing with such heavy issues, racism, drug use, there's so many different things going on, relationships for you all. How how has it been for you to be able to balance those fine lines between comedy and tackling some serious issues? Mm. I, think, I think the way that I've found to balance it is um, you choose your moments. You know, when, you know, when, you know where the jokes are and you, and there are sometimes where, Everything is so serious that it doesn't have to be said and that will make it funny. Um, Just painting with colors makes it very much like more interesting. If we just always play the (sighs) feel like then it wouldn't feel comedic at all. And then it it just wouldn't be, it would be one tone, but our directors are really great at um, making sure they give us ideas of how to paint with more colors. That's always the the note that we're getting is, Hey, let's try some more colors. Let's add this as a color. And um, Mm -hmm. Hosea is great with that as well. We had the honor of being directed by Hosea Sanchez and um, work with him. Yes. It was really great to work with him because we kept the comedy in there by painting with colors and really knowing each character Sometimes the character is in the situation. Sometimes it's, I mean, the comedy's in the situation. Sometimes it's in how they're interacting with each other or or the lack thereof. That's hilarious. Yeah. I think for me, I like to still try to find the humor in things. You know, like there could be somebody going, rushing to the hospital because something, but something is still humorous about it. I know it sounds (laughs) messed up, but like finding the humor in life, you know, it's like, is this that serious? Or is this actually like, 
it's not like funny, but it's like, huh, that's interesting, you know? So just finding the humor in these scenes, even in these dark, deep scenes, it's like, there's something that's grounding about it when you find the humor in it, because it just lets you know, like, yo, this is just life. It's not really, it's serious, but it's not that heavy because it's just life. I can't wait to see what Adrian and Vaughn have in store for us on screen this season. And next up, I spent some time with Annalisa Velez and Toby Sandeman. Annalisa plays Raquel Navarro, an aspiring singer vying for her big break. And Toby Sandeman, also known for his breakout role in Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, plays Garrett Evans, the top football player in the league. Here's what they had to say about the game season two. Got some questions for you guys. I'm going to jump right in. I want to ask you both, you know, as you are embarking on continuing to breathe new life into a series that has been, at this point, a cultural staple. Like, what is one way you really wanted to challenge yourselves going into this season to continue to help to just add more fuel to the fire that is uh, that is the game? I mean, I just wanted to dig deeper into Garrett Evans and, you know, try and bring... Uh, more to each story that we tell. And like you said, it's such a cultural staple and it has such a legacy to it that any time that I'm working on this project, I always just want to try and, you know, bring my best and elevate it as much as we can because it, it is such a classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just really, really wanted to like dive deep into the research of understanding Raquel's brain and like how she uses music in order to like get through the world. But mm-hmm. also um, I just wanted to really be in the, in the moment, like let the homework go and just be there, you know? And then sometimes that, that'd be a good thing, but sometimes it'd be a bad thing, but either way I was growing. So I was excited. You both kind of speak to diving deep. Is there one topic, without giving too much away, is there one topic that you were excited about exploring and giving the audience access to this season? Without giving too much away. Annalisa's already laughing, so I think she has an answer. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, I think uh, the audience is going to understand why Raquel's mind works the way it does once you understand her background. And so you're going to meet certain people in her life that had a very large influence on her. So I'm excited for you to meet them because they're amazing. <laughs> yes, certainly family, but also uh, with Garrett, the void, you know, what does the void bring? The void of not playing football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and let's let's stay on that for a moment. I mean, Toby, for you, is there one um, part about playing this role, exploring that topic in particular, that has helped you to see something about yourself that you maybe didn't notice before? Well, actually, vice versa. Um, when I, I used to play uh, sports, I was in the British Olympic team. And, and when I was running track and I retired, I had a huge void. And, you know, I went from training six days a week, three times a day to all of a sudden, you know, having copious amounts of free time on my hand. So I really understood that there's a lot going on within athletes. And where does this energy go? And is it going to go out in the right ways or the wrong ways? But also, no, no matter what, it's probably going to be intense. So mm. that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Annalisa, let me ask you. I mean, I, we see episode two. I saw your character. You know, she's she's getting an opportunity, perhaps. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and, and first of all, because <laughs> we don't know yet. But I, I love also the fact that we have music. I mean, there are other there's other things happening within within the storylines now. It's not just about sports, not just about money. Um, 
for you, how how cool has it been for you to really breathe life in, into this side of the industry? Because all things considered, these things kind of interweave anyway. So how has it been for you to kind of to kind of show that common thread? Um, I don't know. It feels like I'm breathing the air that I always wanted to breathe, if that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, I didn't know music played such a big part in my life. And so the fact that I get to act, which is literally for me, it's breathing. And then I also get to make music and like sing for Raquel is is crazy. Like it's crazy. Do you understand? So like that's manifested manifestation at its finest, right? Cause like you see wow. her character and she's getting bigger. And I'm like, yeah, God, let's go, let's go. Cause I'm yeah, seeing this yeah. and I'm like, it's possible. And it's literally my face to this. So I'm like, that's gonna happen with me too. You know? So it's mm -hmm. just it's amazing. Wow. And, and let's stay with that for one 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 second. I'm gonna stay with you, Annalisa, for one second. There may be a young woman who hears this, who sees this who may be in a position where she's like, I have dreams, I've been going after it, I'm not necessarily seeing them come into fruition, just totally discouraged. What would you say to her in this moment? Beautiful, beautiful woman. I say, sometimes when you're so close to quitting, you're like three feet from gold, so keep on pushing. Mm -hmm. Even when nobody believes you, and even when you think nobody's watching you, people are always watching you. So keep pushing forward, and not everybody's gonna jump on your train, um, all you need is one person to believe in you and that's you and eventually others will follow. I love it. Toby, last question for you, keeping all your experience in this industry in mind. And even as an athlete, you know, what do you, what do you hope that fans can take away from watching you on screen in this series? Wow. That's a great question. Um, there's, don't judge a book by its cover. There's more behind you know, and, and it's easy to do so. We always do it. You know, a lot of us say, oh, I'm not judgmental. Or I don't judge, but we'll judge. And, you know, I think it's, it's trying to take people on where they are and not where we want them to be. And the moment you've all been waiting for, the mother-son duo that can't be denied, Wendy Raquel Robinson, a.k.a. Tasha Mack, and Jose Chanchez, better known as Malik. We had a great time discussing how they up the ante every season, and I also asked them a question that almost got me in trouble. <laughs> Check it out. I'm going to jump right in. And, you know, to me, the game, I said this earlier, it's a cultural staple. Like, that's just where we're going to wow. leave it. And with that said, I can only imagine for you all how you have to up the ante every season um, to continue to give us new and fresh content. So for you both, how did you challenge yourself going into this season in particular to be able to do that? Ooh, who's going to go mm. first? Mm. <laughs> I'll go I'm going to start I'll picking on people I, in a minute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did it by challenging myself to find more of a synergy in Malik than I've ever had as as uh, I've been in this character, we've both been in these characters for almost uh, two decades now. Um, I just wanted to rediscover some things about myself and him. And little did I know I was opening up a whole new world of experience to see the character through and experience the character through, so. Mm, yeah, it, yeah. Me, mine was interesting, you know, she's always, you've always seen Tasha so strong and it's like, you know, you gotta be strong enough to be weak. And yeah. She, Sometimes mm. to just surrender to the process. And I use the magic if, what would I do if I were actually in this position? Because she um, 
she goes on that spiral, but just like a spiral staircase, the way you go down, you can also come up. So I yeah. to just be um, very present and to trust the writers. We had some amazing writers and our showrunner, Devon Gregory, he did a wonderful job in just shaping where we left off last season and to bring it all back together this season in a wonderful way. And you both mentioned specifically your characters. So one by one, you know, Hosea, for you, let me ask you this. Considering the evolution of Malik and yourself, (laughs) would you say that Malik is more misunderstood than selfish? Because my experience with him has been, he's been Mm. a little selfish. So I'm going to let you iron this out. He is is not more misunderstood than selfish. He is more selfish than misunderstood. Um, And I think that's, and and see, here's the thing, being selfish has gotten a bad rap in, in society because you know, there are seasons for everything. And and Malik had a season of needing it to be about himself. You know, a lot of times with, with us, well, men in general, uh, but athletes and Black men, we have to enter into certain spaces in our lives a certain way because it services who we are in the moment. And the thing that I've been able to kind of understand about Malik as an overall um, arching theme is that this was what survival meant for him and his mom. It means something different for her, but he needed to be selfish to be the best mm. thing he could be. So um, I identified with that selfishness as me when I moved to California, needing to be selfish, you know, as someone who was on my own and, and not really having my family in the unit that I needed. So I had to, you know, I had to operate a different way than I do today. So I feel the same thing. Um, for my beloved character, Malik Eljabar Dreyfus. <laughs> beloved. Love him. <laughs> Love him through it and, all. And, and Wendy, I'll move to you. I mean, you mentioned a little bit earlier about there being strength and, and weakness and being okay with vulnerability. And I'll take it a step further, even with your character and thinking about even the times we're in, what do you hope that boss Black women out there who watch this show understand from your character mm. about how to toe the line between being fierce and being fragile? Being fierce and being fragile right in the middle comes self and health. And there is nothing you can have. You can amass all the fortunes in the world, but if you don't have your health and have that on par, you got nothing. So Mm -hmm. that's the greatest lesson that I want women to take away from this season to put their health Mm. Mental, physical, yeah, spiritual, all of that Mm. first. Self comes first. So it is about being selfish. Yeah. And she wasn't selfish enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have to think about it like that, Wendy. You, you're you right. You're right. You got to. We out here taking care of everything and bossing up and this, that, and other. It's like, whoa. Everybody but yourself. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Which is so. very common with Black women, right? It's a non, almost. Oh, a absolutely. And women, absolutely. Yeah, women, women, women in general. Yeah. yeah. We super women. It's like, no, we just got to be a woman right now. Okay, let me handle it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, I know this might be tough to answer and no, you can't pick yourself. If you can't, you're not playing yourself. You cannot, if you cannot play yourself, one other role, what other role would you want to play on the game? You cannot pick yourself. And why? This version of the game or the game total? Doesn't matter. Oh, either one. Now, why you open up that Pandora's box? Oh, right, exactly. Narrow us down because it's too much. <laughs> okay, can I go with 100? 
I want to play Kelly Pitts. I want to know what it's like to be a bougie white woman. But Kelly was just innocuous. She didn't care. She was just whatever. I feel like there were, she did care. And I don't want to break that character down to being too shallow, but she, she, you talk about somebody who went with the flow. She went with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And we all get out. It'd be very different. And for me, <laughs> it would be hilarious, by the way. Um, and for me, it's it, mine is last season. It was uh, Caleb uh, on the show. This really talented actor. He I, he was essentially a ghost uh, and or <laughs> uh, figment of Malik's imagination. Mm -hmm. But I loved that character I, as as an actor and as an artist. I thought that uh, the actor brought so much to the role. But I thought the complexities of the character, because it wasn't as clear, was something that a challenge that I would have loved to have dived into as an actor. Mm. So I would say Caleb on season two of the Paramount Plus version. I love now it. I, now I'm really his name too, so Cecil now Washington is actor. <laughs> no, you don't. It could, that could no, never be the case. You wanted to be a white woman, that and could... I wanted to be a ghost. <laughs> Well, let me get out of here before I get in trouble because they're giving me the rap signal. But thank oh, you all so much for the time. That, that <laughs> right. Season two premieres today on Paramount Plus with two episodes in the U.S. and Canada. And with all this talk about the game, I'll leave you with just a thought. And it really is about the series. I recall when the game first came out and I have been a fan ever since. I believe I was in high school. It might have been the latter part of my high school days or the top of my college days when the game came out. I'm aging myself, but I just remember being excited like to see a, a series that involved sports, but also had all of these other layers to it. You have relationships and people breaking up and getting back together and people having money problems and black women being the amazing phenomenal superheroes that we are it was all of these things encompassed into like one amazing body of work and so to see how the series has continued to be a staple to see how they've now resuscitated it and revived it and breathed new life into it in a way that I think really speaks to the culture and the world we live in right now is pretty cool and it's also pretty courageous and when I look at shows that are either black content led from an acting side or black led behind the camera I'm always in awe of of when there's longevity it's so difficult as a black creative to create a body of work that's lasting it's just a challenge it's not impossible we see it happen all the time but it is a challenge and so I just want to take a moment to really more so than a thought, just applaud the writers as Wendy Raquel Robinson talked about in our conversation and all of those from the camera ops to the producers to the PAs, better known as production assistants, directors, actors who really were a part of this movement from day one until now. And just because there's familiar faces that we don't see in this game, Paramount Plus revamp doesn't mean that they're any less significant. And I can only imagine the different battles that they had to fight for the content and for the show to continue on that we might not even know about. And some we do. In the early days, I recall there being a time where the show was pulled from the CW, I believe. And then it was picked up by BET. 
So you have all these instances where, you know, there's trial and tribulation and yet this show still stands. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. And I'm excited about being able to see how racism and sexism and, and different things that we face in our world and in this country in particular tie into the world of sports. I've always looked at sports as something that is well beyond just throwing a football across the field or bouncing a basketball or what, or hitting a tennis ball. It speaks to our human experience, and I love the way the game is really making an effort to do that. So I hope you guys check it out. Once again, it premieres today. Um, so make sure you guys support. That's how these series continue. And I would love, you know, I want I want our Generation Zers to get an opportunity to experience the game in the way that us millennials did. Because it really meant a lot to us back then. And don't front act like it didn't. It really, really did. That's all I got. Just check it out. I'm excited about the game. And also I'm excited about the fact that uh, we are very close to Christmas. <laughs> so get your last minute Christmas shopping in and also try to gift yourself with something. Self-care is one of the things that Wendy Raquel Robinson also talked about. And it's very important that we do that. So as much as we're out here getting gifts for other people and being excited to do that, which you should be, it's the season to give. Give to yourself. And I'm not saying go and be crazy and like if you want to be, if you have the means to do that, great. But I'm really meaning do something to take care of you. Just a thought. Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sheree Nicole. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe, share, download, and rate this podcast if you love what you've heard. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter on the same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole, S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter.